he made plays for the Michigan damn near every single time. Like, how many games can we look to where J.J. McCarthy sold Michigan? Seriously. Like, there's a lot of quarterbacks in this draft where we could say, yeah, Bo Nix screwed up here bad. Drake May screwed up here bad. Caleb Williams definitely screwed up bad in some games. J.J. McCarthy... of the Broncos Avenue Podcast. I'm your host as always, Amir Farrell, back at you guys with another episode this week. To recap, some very interesting news we have uh, from the Minnesota Vikings media that relates to the Broncos and their potential uh, quarterback that they've been drafting in the 2024 NFL Draft. Then obviously some uh, more recent stuff about Russell Wilson, his potential um, possibility of being traded rather than hitting the free agent market, uh, assuming that you know the wide expectation is that he does get released. But there's still some uh, contrary belief out there that the Broncos will be able to trade him and will be able to get rid of uh, most of that cap at least um, rather than just absorbing that $85 million dead cap hit. I'm here to explain to you whether that's possible or not and then also breaking down all this news with uh, Sean Payton already falling in love reportedly um, with the quarterback in this draft. So with that being said, if you're listening on YouTube right now, please like the video, subscribe to the channel. Please help us get 2,000 subscribers. If you comment down below throughout this episode about your thoughts about um, the J.J. McCarthy, Russell Wilson, Sean Payton stuff, um, that is much, much appreciated. That helps out the algorithm on YouTube, gets our videos suggested to more Broncos fans out there. Want to continue building our community, building this family that we have on this podcast. Thank you guys so much for the support recently on the show as well. Uh, love all the support uh, from any any likes or comments or just viewing the episode in general. Really do appreciate you guys. Um, but Without further ado, uh, let's jump into it. So according to a longtime Minnesota Vikings play-by-play announcer, Paul Allen, who's actually been um, announcing games for the Vikings since 2002, literally the year I was born. So he's been at it for a while. He's built a lot of connections, a lot of networking in the NFL industry. Um, so I'm not going to just you know come on here right away and say this is a false report. Because honestly, if I'm being honest with you guys, I do believe this is true. It's just a rumor at the end of the day, but um, obviously it was uh, wrote on uh, sportsnot.com from a radio. uh, Paul Allen was on the radio this morning, or excuse me, yesterday morning, um, and basically told a lot of uh, Skull Nation uh, Vikings fans that he heard over the weekend, over this past weekend that we just passed, that Sean Payton is reportedly incredibly high on Michigan quarterback prospect J.J. McCarthy and is enamored with his game and film, um, according to someone who informed him that uh, told him that over the weekend. So, um, very interesting. I I, per- I agree. Honestly, not that I agree. I personally believe Paul Allen here, um, and. Obviously, this isn't for, and this is to no surprise that anybody listens to the show. Um, I've been saying for two weeks now, for two weeks now, you can go back in our old episodes that I get this gut feeling, this just feeling from like all the NFL scouts being much higher on JJ McCarthy than a lot of the fans and media have him in their rankings. I get this strong feeling that Sean Payton has always been high on JJ McCarthy and always has kind of held him to that high regard in terms of where he ranks these quarterbacks in this draft. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he has him like a at like a three B to like Jaden Daniels. Um, a lot of I, I believe it was like last week an NFC team, um, I, I, like behind doors undisclosed, um, that they have him as their QB two in the draft, which is insane. 
um for a lot of guys for a lot a lot of fans have basically told and claimed that JJ McCarthy is basically a game manager and uh, is not worth a first round pick and I'm not going to lie I've came on the show and I've voiced my displeasure with his game and his potential in the NFL level but boy I did more work um and just hearing from what we're hearing on where the NFL scouts hold him in terms of their rankings and their belief in his potential and his raw ability on film. And man, his ceiling is really insane. Like me and uh, J Mac and I, Jordan and I, uh, after our last episode, we were talking a little bit off camera and this dude's ceiling is ridiculous. If we're being honest, like it's not Caleb Williams or Drake may high in my opinion, obviously, but honestly, I like Bo Nix a lot and I can't just, come out right away and say I like JJ more than Bo, but I will say JJ has a much, much higher ceiling than Bo Nix. If you hate JJ McCarthy, you see, you simply can't disagree with that. I mean, was there enough on film for you to really say that, yeah, he doesn't have a high ceiling? Like truly, can you sit here and say that? Because when you go through his film, and even if you're just looking at his highlights, like when he isn't handing off the ball to Donovan Edwards or Blake Corum every single play, he's making some crazy play where he's dropping the pass. Just the his ball placement was so elite at times. I'm telling you, so elite. Like that throw in the Ohio State game was genuinely like the best throw, probably like the best throw I've seen out of any quarterback in this draft this season, um, this previous college football season. I mean. The athletic potential is through the roof. You see what he does outside of the pocket. He can honestly improvise like not a Caleb Williams, but he can improvise. Like he doesn't have that feel in the pocket like a Caleb Williams or a Drake May does where they react to pressure super, super well. But J.J. McCarthy reacts to pressure really well too. There was a game, I believe it was, I think it was Michigan State. I, I could be wrong, but man, there was one play where he's looking to his left, goes one, two reads, Pass rusher from literally his blind side is coming. I've n- I honestly didn't see this from any quarterback in this draft. Quarterback is literally coming from his blind side. He just like in the split of a second, snap of a finger, blink of an eye, just reacts right away. Boom, escapes pressure, delivers a dime, throwing it off off platform for the touchdown in the end zone. You say what you want about J.J. McCarthy, but you can call him the handoff merchant. You can call him the game manager merchant. Uh, the the Michigan defense running game merchant, you know, benefiting off of those things and those aspects of the Michigan football program. But at the end of the day, when this kid had the football in his hands and he was making throws, he was completing 70-plus percent of his passes at, at, at Michigan. I mean, and he was always making, like, the, some crazy throws. Do you not, like, see it as a fan at the very bare minimum? Do you not see stuff like that and say, Man, imagine what he could do in like a full like 30 passing attempts per game. Imagine what he could do with that rather than just the 15 passing attempts. Like I think it's a fair basis of an argument to say, okay, if you put JJ McCarthy in I don't know, TCU or some other football program where they necessarily aren't as beneficial to the quarterbacks for the supporting cast and whatnot and you know defensive performances. I think it's fair to say, yeah, J.J. McCarthy wouldn't be where he is today. He wouldn't be the high prospect that a lot of NFL scouts hold him in, you know, in regard to. But at the end of the day, what we do have on film and what we do know about him, yes, there's a lot of unknowns, but what we do know about him is whenever he has that football in his hands, he's in the gun, he's outside of the pocket making plays. He made plays for the Michigan 
damn near every single time. Like, how many games can we look to where J.J. McCarthy sold Michigan? Seriously. Like, there's a lot of quarterbacks in this draft where we could say, yeah, Bo Nick screwed up here bad. Drake May screwed up here bad. Caleb Williams definitely screwed up bad in some games. J.J. McCarthy, I know Michigan, great football program. They they won the natty. Insane defense, probably best in the country. Um, up there with Georgia and all those other defenses. Run game, Donovan Edwards, Blake Corum. They're going to be mid-round draft picks. Both great running backs. Michigan offensive line is good. So I I understand that. And that's why, personally, J.J. McCarthy is my QB4, QB5. I don't have him up there with the other top quarterbacks like a lot of NFL scouts do. So I see both sides of the argument. But according to Paul Allen, Sean Payton, he's one of those GMs that is enamored and incredibly high on J.J. McCarthy. I'll even read a quote uh, from the article that this this report was made um, and you know from the, the radio quote that Paul Allen had. Uh, in Minnesota, he says there's just a little bit of steam that is beginning to emerge locally that Sean Payton loves J.J. McCarthy. So first, locally, he means Minnesota because apparently the the Vikings are being strongly connected to J.J. McCarthy, potentially drafting him early in the draft. So just a preface there. Payton covets the next Drew Brees. So just keep that in mind when you're thinking pick 11 and you're thinking J.J. McCarthy at 11, just know behind you, you have the desperate Sean Payton who will basically beg, borrow, and steal to get exactly what he wants from this draft from a quarterback standpoint. A pretty reliable individual informed me over the weekend that Payton is quite enamored with J.J. McCarthy. So take that how you will. I'm not going to tell you guys, oh, believe in this 100%. Sean Payton definitely loves J.J. McCarthy. Like I, I posted on Instagram, and I purposely use the the rumors, the rumors news template just because I know a lot of people take that stuff seriously. Um, look, this could be wrong. This could be true. Personally, if you're asking for my personal belief, I do, I do think this is true. And this is not even just because of the support. I've believed this for a few weeks now, like, I, like I previously mentioned. So you just look at what JJ McCarthy brings to the table, even though you may think it's crazy that the Broncos made tr- like you even like that quote right there just basically said, like if Sean Payton loves JJ McCarthy enough, he will not hesitate once to pull the trigger and call up a Titans or a whoever else is in the top 10 um, to, to leapfrog the Vikings in order to acquire J.J. McCarthy. Because let's be honest, with all the hype that J.J. McCarthy is get, getting and then all the Senior Bowl dissatisfaction that we saw from Bo Nix and Michael Penix in terms of their performances, they missed on a lot of throws, obviously didn't have good Senior uh, senior Bowls, uh, Senior Bowl practices. That kind of bumped down their, their, their draft stock. I don't expect Michael Penix to be a first-round pick at all. I would honestly be a little bit surprised if he was even selected um, early or mid-second round. I'm expecting late second, early third. I, even second, I still think he does, isn't worth it, but that's a whole different topic of discussion. But knowing that, J.J. McCarthy's stock went even higher because now these teams, they're not so interested in Bo Nix and um, Michael Penix like a lot of a lot may believe. Yes, Bo Nix could be an option for the Broncos at 12 or potentially trading back, but it seems like McCarthy's that guy. Like After Jaden Daniels, Caleb Williams, and Drake May are gone, J.J. McCarthy's going to be that guy that you see the Vikings, the Broncos, these other teams uh, trading up for and battling in order to acquire. Um, I mean, that's just the hype that they're getting from a lot of NFL scouts and even Jim Harbaugh saying that 
that J.J. McCarthy should be the first quarterback selected. Obviously, he's biased in that in that stance just because, you know, obviously he's, he's, he was his head coach at Michigan, but um, he doesn't say those things for no reason. And we aren't hearing these reports and rumors from NFL scouts for no reason. Um, the only way I could think of an, ex, uh, an excuse for it is if J.J. McCarthy's publicists are the absolute best publicists in NFL history where they're just getting all these reporters to – raise his uh, his draft stock, which would obviously give him a more expensive rookie contract. But, man, J.J. McCarthy, the elite elite ball placement at times, the good deep ball accuracy, um, the above-average processing, showing signs of being able to hang in a pocket and utilize the middle of the field. Obviously, he has to improve with those middle-of-the-field reads, which obviously get much, much better under Sean Payton. Um, and his athletic potential – also the dude only the dude literally turning 21 years old last month literally just 30 days ago 31 days ago turning 21 years old just a month ago that's ridiculous the dude's younger than me (laughs) the dude's younger than me and his his potential in a pairing with sean payton and his west coast version offense it's just i don't know i feel like he could utilize he could do some real damage with sean payton Personally, if Sean Payton loves J.J. McCarthy, I'm all down for it. Do I love J.J. McCarthy as a prospect? Personally, no, I don't. But do I love the thought of Sean Payton getting the guy that he wants? Absolutely. Every single day. I'm going to support whoever J- whoever Sean Payton chooses to go side with. That's just personally where I'm coming from. But um, that's basically it. Uh, for, and then just another last little bit uh, tidbit and note. Um, Paul Allen, the the guy who did come up, come out with this news, he does have strong connections to Broncos general manager George Payton, who obviously spent time with the Minnesota Vikings, um, who obviously Paul Allen has been calling plays for for the last 22 years. Um, like I mentioned, Vikings are one of several teams expressing interest in drafting J.J. McCarthy early in the draft, so this is why he came out with these things. Um, this could be a smokescreen at the end of the day, like I said, though, so take it how you will. Next, I want to wrap up the show talking a little bit about, uh, as I mentioned early in the episode, some people still think that teams can trade for, they, they can trade for Russell Wilson, but they still think that teams will trade for Russell Wilson, which I do have to say I strongly disagree with. Um, and I wrote about this for Predominantly Orange. Make sure you guys checked out the the, the link in the description. Went pretty uh, lengthy in detail on it. But just to like sum up and recap, I don't understand where people are coming up with this thought that the Broncos can get rid of Russell Wilson and not have to take the $85 million dead cap hit and they can actually like receive a seventh round pick in return. Like we, I even see people talking about trading extra draft picks to get rid of Russell Wilson. I can maybe understand a sixth or a seventh trading a sixth or a seventh to a team to take Russell Wilson and the bulk of his contract. But I just don't see any team wanting to do that. I mean, his cap hits are 35.4 million this year then they jump up to 55.4 million next year then 58 million the following year and they stay in the 50s for the remainder of his contract like guys what are we doing here like if we're going to trade Russell Wilson there has to be a massive contractual restructuring that's done before the trade that makes it even remotely possible that a team wants to even trade for him and receive a draft pick from the Broncos in return as well. Like, at that point, teams are just going to wait for him to hit free agency. 
that that's just the reality of the situation like yes i'm i understand where you guys are coming from you would love to get rid of russell wilson via trade rather than just cutting him and having to deal with the contract mess but um people talking about trading a fifth round pick or more with russell wilson to get him off the books guys nobody's going to eat that whole contract honestly they're going to make the broncos eat at least 70% of that contract which is still a big number so in that instance yes the broncos are taking a w a win by getting rid of Russell Wilson and only having to eat 70% of the contract rather than eating 100% by cutting him. But at the end of the day, no team's going to do that, man. They're just going to wait wait for Russell Wilson at free agency. I don't know what the exact contract numbers will look like for him once he signs with the team. My early prediction for Russell Wilson has been for weeks now, I feel like the Steelers will be the team for him. I feel like the Steelers make do make sense. Uh, for Russell Wilson. Now we're seeing Chad Johnson come out with that. Now we're seeing DraftKings come out with uh, Steelers that they're leading team to sign him. It, ma- it just makes too much sense, but the whole contract is a mess, man. They already trade a bunch of picks to acquire Russell Wilson, so why would they trade even more to get rid of his contract? Like, they already... They're, they... They're not going to double down, obviously, on keep, on the trade by keeping Russell Wilson. We all know if there's anybody out there who still thinks the Broncos are keeping Russ, I feel like it's just a pipe dream at this point. But, yeah, I, I just don't see any reality where a team realistically is like, yes, let me trade for Russell Wilson. Let me absorb even a little bit of that contract, knowing that they can just wait till he hits free agency. Like, the only scenario where I see that playing out is if, like, a Falcons or a Steelers are really high on him. Arthur Smith with the Steelers really likes him, or for whatever reason, uh, people over at the Atlanta Falcons really like him rather than trading for Justin Fields or targeting quarterback of the draft. I saw them, I saw them mocked uh, JJ McCarthy at number eight. So the Broncos might have to jump up even further for JJ McCarthy. But if for whatever reason they like um, the the Falcons like Russell Wilson, maybe just maybe they call up George Payton or like, hey. Let's get a deal done rather than letting him hit free agency because I like the guy. I don't want any. I don't want a contract bidding war in free agency with the Steelers or the Patriots or the Vikings or whoever. So that's the only possible scenario where I could see a team realistically calling up the Broncos and be like, "Yeah, let's let's make a trade happen for us." I like Russ. Um, I just don't personally. This is gonna sound crazy. I don't see him as a starter in the NFL anymore. Um. His plays decline significantly. Athletically, is taking a massive decline. His football IQ is taking a massive decline. Um, and, and at some point, being 35 years old, it just doesn't make sense, the money that he's making. So I, it just feels inevitable at this point. The Broncos are going to have to cut him. That's the way this relationship is going to end. The Broncos are just in a such a, a messy situation with that contract. To the point where, yes, they're going to be absorbing a lot of cap space, which makes it even more realistic that the Broncos do target a rookie quarterback. Because once you think, I I know a lot of people are thinking, oh, the Broncos go the vet bridge option route, or they trade for Justin Fields, who's going to be eventually on a contract year. Don't you think that they're going to want to take a rookie quarterback on a really cheap rookie deal after they're dealing with the cap ramifications of the Russell Wilson release? Like, I don't know. That's just how I personally look at it. Let me know in the comments what you guys think about the whole possibility of teams trading for Russ. I just don't see any realistic scenario where a team trades for him. Um, I think the only possible scenario is if the Steelers really do want him and they decide, 
Are you guys willing to give us a seventh and Russell Wilson and we eat like a good amount of that cap space? That's the only possible scenario, but still, I don't see it. I've been saying for months now, I don't see any team trading for him. Um, but let me know what you guys thought about that. The JJ McCarthy stuff. Do you guys like JJ McCarthy? Let me know in the comments down below uh, if he's a good fit for the Broncos. Um, if you're listening on YouTube, like the video, subscribe to the channel, turn notifications on. If you're listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, follow, leave a five-star rating. But with that being said, I'm your host, Amir Farrell. To the next episode, peace out, everybody. Hey!